I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Coming to you live coast to coast, originating the Pacific Northwest. We're grateful for all the radio stations that did this program and for TalkStreamLive.com for providing a number of streams that uh, certainly are picked up by all these radio stations and, of course, links to those radio stations, which is great on the Internet. If you just happen to not be near a radio, the Internet is also being used as a radio these days aftermath.fm is where you go if you want to hear straight sound from the board here we're on from 7 p.m to 10 p.m monday through friday and if you want to listen to the shows in a more convenient time subscribe to aftermath.media we have social media we have uh video we have all kinds of great things uh podcasts other podcasts uh, just a lot of things to do in our little digital playground so sign up today at aftermath.media that's aftermath.media you know, the past couple of days when we've been doing these shows about what I call paranormal subjects or occult subjects, trying to put them together and have them carry into reality is 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 sort of a task. I mean, it 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 brings up something that I call the challenging opinion. It's not adversarial, but it's challenging. And the reason why I think we should value the challenging opinion or the challenging thought is because there is no challenging opinion or challenging thought from those who have rigid thinking and so there are a lot of things that people miss out on when they have these negative and uncomfortable ways of somehow believing they're they are the reality police well this is reality you're not thinking about reality you're thinking about something else i get emails all the time saying there are a lot more things to worry about than what you talk about well yes but you know what i talk about is a lot of the belief systems that generate the reasons why we act the way we do. And the reality police, you know, you've heard the term mansplaining, where men seem to think that they can talk down to women by mansplaining. It's a sort of a a woke word. It's a woke word. Um, The reality police, they always need to explain that those who believe in what they feel is nonsense. It's purely delusional and imbecilic to be able to go by your feeling, go by your gut, go by your faith. Anymore, we're beginning to see that mysteries and riddles, most mysteries and riddles are hidden in plain sight. And those with eyes wide open are beginning to see that the world is one big paranormal carnival. And it's standing there waiting to take your tickets as fresh-faced devil is going to tell you you have entered a graveyard disguised as a circus with cute ballerinas, cartwheeling clowns. It's a lot of fun. A lot of things to laugh at. We laugh ourselves to death. Conspiracy theorists, or conspiracy theory now, is be is becoming level to that of lies. Okay, You're being told that conspiracy theory are lies. They're not lies. They're just theories. And conspiracy theorists are often told that secrets cannot be kept because it is virtually impossible to keep lies from being revealed to the people. People, you know, you know, you can't possibly keep a secret in Washington, right? Yeah, well, it's because they plan things. Everything they do is planned. They they plan to release information. It's like this whole Facebook thing that I'm the Facebook papers and the taxing of the rich. We know that when they did those, uh, I don't know what they call them. They they did those silly little reports of. You know, the whistleblower from Facebook, and then they did that thing about uh, the, the Pandora Papers talking about how rich men are putting their money elsewhere, and 
it's, it's like, uh, and so what this does is it creates an overwhelming amount of mistrust, paranoia, suspicion, which is what conspiracy theories do, right? But one would hope that all of the information would give people an opportunity to shift direction at some point and realize that it's all not one way okay and 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 it would lift us from all the doubt and all the uncertainty but the problem what we face now is that the conflict is the most powerful thing we have adversarial uh talk social media media itself news you don't escape the conflict it's not going to escape us because it seems to be a great motivator fear is a great business tool and it's as attractive as the apocalypse is. I mean, marketing the apocalypse, marketing the, the, the great business tool of fear. If fear is pumped into every home and business on a daily basis, then the battle over who owns your decision-making is evident. The process is evident. Who owns your decision-making? Well, you think you do, but you're making your decisions based on, right now, fear, threat, and ritualism. Fear, threat, ritualism. Hegelian dialectic. There's a problem. Demand a solution. They have the solution anyway. When you're making the decisions on what information is real and what isn't, we have to determine the motivation behind the reason for releasing this information. Once you've mastered the ability to look beyond what is allegedly reality, then you'll understand the true identity of many things. I mean, the, the world is due for a reactionary attitude to what's been going on. And these reactionary attitudes are going to be worse than the ones we hear and see recently on the nightly news. We can't continue to navigate the world using this old-fashioned stuff that we've been working on. It's all nostalgia now, as I said before. They have taken the American nostalgia and they have made it a simulation. I mean, we can't continue to say that we're uh, things are coming when they're already arrived. You know what I'm saying? It's that people make prophecies, and so they make it a business to keep doing these prophecies and saying they haven't been fulfilled yet. But they are being fulfilled. And some people won't even believe them unless you unless you throw God into the mix or uh, other rhetoric. You know, it, it's got to be mysterious and weird and whatever. You, you can't just use history as an oracle. You can't just, I mean, the controllers of the apocalypse are urging, bringing on, it's, it's taking on its arrival, pushing its arrival because using the apocalypse as a tool for compliance is an effective way of establishing this new world order, this new normal, this build back better. And the idea is to create this never-ending cycle of dread that's going to create an atmosphere that breeds a type of zombie servitude, the idea of being a zombie. Not not a blood-sucking, brain-eating zombie, but the zombies that you used to see in movies dealing with voodoo. Serpent in the Rainbow type stuff. Old movies where you're seeing you know, zombies being created by witch doctors and in tribes. It will be like you're in a place where it, you're like in a maze and you're walking to the same walls and you can't find the cheese. And then you realize that the cheese is poison anyway, so you don't know what you're going to do. And technology is going to be able to crank up the volume on your imagination and fear to an intensity that will eventually destroy certain people's spirits. In fact, it already has in a lot of respects. I mean, it's going to test people to the very outskirts of their sanity in, in the hands of a megalomaniacal technology all of this could be used to stage an event that could cause worldwide panic. To plant that seed that would cause worldwide panic. And I think it already has 
When you look at COVID-19, you look at what's going on with that, we're all in a panic. We're all worried. We're all uh, terrified of going out, being human, doing the things that humans do. Why? Because they told us that your life has risks. You don't want to risk your life. You don't want to risk someone else's life. You want to be safe. So what this is is a tool that can be used to create an artificial and deceitful world that cannot be distinguished from the real world. Then again, what's real? Reality is what they make it, right? There's that line. I can't remember what movie it's from. It says they say reality is a perspective. One day you're going to wake up in a padded cell and you're going to say to yourself, what happened to the world? Because the world has gone crazy and you're remaining the same. I mean, every time I see a movie or watch a TV show, I see reality being bent in such a way that it's shaping attitudes. I mean, it pushes agendas even in what we may think is just harmless fictional stuff, right? I mean, TV is now stopping and allowing for climate change themes. Yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, they have the inclusion of these disnified gay couples. I mean, by disnified is that, you know, they're, they're, just like, they're, they're Disney. They're kind of like, oh, it's not really gay. It's kind of gay, but whatever. Mask wearing I've seen in TV shows as well. All these things that were supposed to be escaping, and yet we're getting reminded of political agendas because so many people want to say something rather than just allowing escapism. It's all ingrained in things like a lesbian's kiss in a Star Wars movie or the controversy over a court jester like Dave Chappelle and his commentary on transgenderism. Does everything have to be so dark and sinister? Is a cigar sometimes just a cigar, or do we have to debate the issue until it's not fun anymore? It's like people are caught up in a trance, and they have no alternative but to pick at something until it bleeds. Or we have to destroy someone's life. Well, not only that, we have to destroy the reputation of someone who's died. In his book, The Power of Myth, Joseph Campbell calls this the commonality of themes in world myths, pointing to a constant requirement in the human psyche for a centering in terms of deep principles. But these principles are being warped now. And you observe and you point out the so-called revelation of the method. You look at running themes and images in your media. And all these things have to be uncovered. And there's a need to verify or otherwise interpret their meaning. You can't just take everything at face value because you have to uncover themes and hidden meanings. And you have to make verifiable observations that can be pointed out and agreed upon by others. And I'm contending tonight that we're being caught up in a sort of voodoo ritual that has led to a number of deaths that have been linked to COVID-19. And it goes much deeper than we think. And the ritualism points us in a direction of what is called voodoo death. The eschaton, or the time of the end, seems to be a theme that is encouraged now in the media because the leaders of the world want you to think that the end of the world will stop it from becoming any worse than it already is. And this is their attempt to guide and acclimate you for the end. And right now, it's creating a lot of dread and a lot of anxiety and a lot of craziness in the world 503-225-0860 that's 503-225-0860 i'm clyde lewis you're listening to ground zero and we'll be back i'm clyde lewis and you've just listened to a segment of ground zero in order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts you must sign up on our secured server at aftermath.media it's only 4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.